Ralph Kiner and Lindsey Nelson. Greeting you from Shea Stadium and tonight's important game between the New York Mets and St. Louis Cardinals. At Wrigley Field this afternoon, the Montreal Expos defeated the Chicago Cubs 7-3. For the Mets, the magic number is two. If the Mets can win tonight and tomorrow night, it is all over. The pitchers in tonight's game and the Mets face a rugged assignment. On the mound for St. Louis, last year's Cy Young and Most Valuable Player Award winner, one of the incomparable right-handers in baseball, Bob Gibson. And facing the challenge for the New York Mets, slender, talented right-hander Jim McAndrews. We'll be back with the start of tonight's game in just one moment. Now here's a word from Rangel. It's nothing new. It costs money to brew a great beer. It costs money back in 1837. It costs money today. Rheingold started brewing beer in this country in 1837, using the finest ingredients money could buy. And even though things cost a lot more today, Rheingold's still buying those same high-quality ingredients. The finest malt, choice imported in domestic hops. Costly ingredients that give Rheingold its great extra-dry flavor. And it's proud 10-minute head. My beer is Rheingold, the dry beer. That's for Rheingold whenever you buy beer. The Rheingold's head stays so high. The Rheingold's brewed extra dry. Won't you try extra dry Rheingold beer? The Rheingold 10-minute head. Haven't you timed it yet? Rango Breweries, New York and Orange, New Jersey. Now both starting pitchers, Jim McAndrew and Bob Gibson, have completed their pregame warm-ups. For the lineups and batting orders, let's check with Ralph Kennedy. All right, Bob Murphy for the St. Louis Cardinals. The leadoff batter will be the left fielder, Lou Brock. Batting second in center field, Kurt Flood. Batting third in right field, Beta Benson. Batting fourth, playing first base, Joe Torrey. Batting fifth and catching, Tim McCarver. Batting sixth at third base, Mike Shannon. Batting seventh, playing second base, Julian Javier. Batting eighth at shortstop, Dal Maxville. And the pitcher, Bob Gibson, batting ninth. For the Mets, the leadoff batter will be Tommy Agee playing center field. Batting second and playing third base, Wayne Garrett. Batting third in left field, Art Chamsky. Batting fourth, playing second base, Ken Boswell. Batting fifth and playing first base, Ed Cranepool. Batting sixth in right field, Ron Sloboda. Batting seventh and catching, Jerry Grody. Batting eighth, playing shortstop, Bud Harrelson. And the pitcher, Jim McAndrew, batting ninth. Now the New York Mets are taking the field. Mets have played 16 games with the St. Louis Cardinals. The Mets have won 10. They have lost 6. And here at Shea Stadium, the Mets have won 4 and lost 4. In September, the Mets have won 18 ball games of 25 games played. And the Mets take a five and a half game lead in as the Cubs lost today by a score of 7-3 to to Montreal. Cubs have a record of 89-67. They trailed the Mets 6 games in the loss column. 
And the magic number, as Bob Murphy pointed out, is three. Any combinations of Medwins make that two. Any combination of Medwins and Cub losses adding up to two will give the Mets the pennant. And now our national anthem. Stadium, and if you have not made your plans up tonight, we still have seats available here at Shea Stadium. We have a good crowd, but you can get in. And the Mets playing the St. Louis Cardinals in the second game of their three-game series. Mets winning last night as Tom Seaver picked up his 24. This telecast broadcast comes to you through the courtesy of Ryan Gold Breweries Incorporated. Jim McAndrew will be the starting pitcher for the Mets. He'll be opposing Bob Gibson. And the Mets with a record of 94 wins and 61 losses. Five and a half games in first place. Final game of the year here at Shea in the regular season. And it's going to be Gary Gentry tomorrow night. He has won 11 and lost 12. And Steve Carlton, who set an all-time record for strikeouts in one nine-inning ball game of 19, going for the Cardinals. Carlton 17 and 10 for the year. And that game tomorrow night starting at 7.05, and everyone here at Shea Stadium tomorrow night will receive a special gift from the New York Mets. Now Lou Brock coming to the batter's box, and here for the play-by-play, Bob Murphy. All right, Ralph. Hi, everybody. Lou Brock will be leading off against Jim McAndrew. The possibilities are now numerous. If the Mets could win tonight, conceivably, they would be champions when they came to the ballpark tomorrow night should Montreal beat the Cubs tomorrow afternoon. It all boils down to the fact that the magic number is two. And the first pitch of the game is over strike one call. Lou Brock hitting at 298. 33 doubles, 10 triples, 12 home runs. Swing out of this on a breaking pitch, strike two. In the infield, New York playing Eddie Cranepool at first, Ken Boswell at second. Bud Harrelson at short, and Wayne Garrett at third. Now the two-strike delivery. Ground ball to second base. He broke the bat. Boswell throws the crane duel. One out. 
about broke into two pieces in the big park. The barrel of the bat flew almost out of the feet of Jim McAndrew. By winning last night on a strong pitching performance by Tom Seaver, the Mets won their 10th game of the year from St. Louis and nailed down the season series. First time in Mets history they have had the edge for the season against St. Louis. High pop foul off the bat of Kurt Flood. Grody coming back, no play. Ball goes over the dugout and lands in the field box area. We have a beautiful night for the ball game. In the outfield, Art Shamsky is playing left, Tommy Agee in center. Ron Swoboda is around and right. Leon Jones may return to the starting lineup tomorrow night. And the pitch on the way, inside and high, one ball, one strike. Now Grody setting up the target, and the 1-1 delivery, a swing and a miss at a high breaking ball. It's one ball and two strikes. Jim McAndrew came up to the Mets toward the middle of last season and made his major league debut out in St. Louis in a duel with Bob Gibson. Cardinals won that ball game 2-0. Off the outside corner, it's 2-2. Two two. But on that showing, Jim McAndrew convinced the Mets that he was ready to pitch in the major leagues. This year, Mack has won six and lost seven. Ground ball toward the hole. Garrett going to his glove side is up with it. Cruz to Green Pool, two down. So, two set aside. Now the number three hitter in the order of Ada Punson. Ada Punson batting at 257. His batting average has been off some this year, but he has driven the runs in. He has 70 RBIs. Let's play the outfield around to right against the left-hand hitter. And the pitch is on the outside corner called strike one. Andy Olson is the plate umpire, with Al Barlick, the senior umpire, working first base. Ed Vargo umpiring is second, and John Kibler is at third. And the fastball just misses outside. One ball, one strike. Montreal defeated Chicago 7-3 in an afternoon game. Now the 1-1 pitch. He jammed him but missed inside of the counters. Two balls and a strike. In the game at Chicago, Bill Stoneman went all the way, stopping Chicago on six base hits. And the Expos beat 17-game winner Kenny Holtzman. Rusty Staub and Ron Fairley hit home runs for Montreal. Drive to left center. It's deep out toward the wall. It bounces off the wall where it's grabbed by Art Shamsky. And Penson pulls in at second with a double. Long drive. Placed up the alley in left center field. It bounced off the fence where Shamsky grabbed it. So Veda Penson is in scoring position with a two-out double. For Penson, his 22nd double of the year. Cleanup batter Joe Torrey stepping in. 
He leads the Cardinals at home runs and runs batted in, and Joe is hitting 286. Breaking ball in at the knees, call strike one. Umpire Andy Olson behind the plate reminds you somewhat of Chris Pelicutis. He is very deliberate in his strike calls. Now Jim McAndrew makes the one-second stop. The pitch to Joe Torrey, outside and high, one ball, one strike. The Dodgers and Reds playing a doubleheader in Cincinnati. And the Dodgers have all but been KO'd. Cincinnati beat the Dodgers 6-3 in the first game. Merritt the winner, Ospeen the loser. Joe Torrey cocks the bat. And he pops this one high into the air, out behind second base. Tommy Agee gliding in, is under it waiting. And he has it beside his retire. No runs, one hit. No errors, and one left on. And the score in the middle of the first. The third goes nothing, and the Mets coming to bat. Yeah, that's right. I'm going to jump off this bridge. Hold on. Look, pal, now it's an ugly world, and I'm going to go. Don't tell me. I stood right where you're standing just last month. What? I was going to jump, too. Then I thought to myself, jumping from a bridge is kind of squirrely. Real people don't jump from bridges. No kidding. So what did you do? I tried to think of the most subtle, inconspicuous, sophisticated way out. Yeah, and what was that? (laughs) I started smoking cigarettes. (laughs) Oh, cigarettes. Yeah, yeah, I like that. That's got clash. You got a cigarette for me? Sure. One of the new long ones. They're fantastic. (laughs) Mm -hmm. Have you ever thought about increasing your life insurance? No. No, as a matter of fact, I haven't. Oh, a little place a few blocks from here. Nice Italian food. We can talk, smoke a lot, you know. Hey, good, good, yeah. <laughs> this message was brought to you by your American Cancer Society. Gibson has won 18 and lost 12. Against New York this year, Gibson has won one and lost two. The games Gibson has been involved in have all been hard-fought ballgames. Big hand for Tommy Agee as he leads off against Gibson. Early in the year, Gibson beat the Mets 3-1 in a complete game at Shea Stadium. Fast ball, inside, ball one. But he lost to the Mets in St. Louis 2-1, and he lost the complete game at Shea Stadium 4-3. Now the rugged right-hander winds and deals and misses outside. Ball two, it's two and nothing. Jim McCarver behind the plate. And a pop fly into short center. Flood racing in is getting under it. And in shallow right center, he makes the grab. One down. Wayne Garrett coming up. Curve fouled back toward our broadcasting booth and out of play. Now the foul. 
fastball taken by Garrett. One ball, one strike. In the St. Louis infield, Joe Torrey playing first. Julian Javier at second. Val Maxwell at short. Mike Shannon at third. Long drive hit by Garrett. The deep right field. Back toward the wall. Caught by Benson. Right against the fence. Beautiful catch by Veda Penson, the Cardinal right fielder, after a long, long run. As he reached the wall at the 371 mark, he reached over his head and pulled it down. Garrett just missing a home run. Cardinal outfield defensively is exciting to watch. They have great speed in their outfield with Brock in left, Flood in center, and Penson in right. Two outs and nobody on. Art Shansky the batter. And the pitch on the way. Curve over a call strike. Art Shansky batting 306 with 14 home runs and 45 runs batted in. Drive well hit to left field. Back goes Lubrock. Back to the warning track. And he's there. Makes the catch. And Shansky... Put Lou Brock to the fence at the 371 mark in left center. Two long drives, both caught in the outfield. No runs, no hits, no errors, and none left. At the end of one inning, St. Louis Cardinals nothing and the New York Mets nothing. Tomorrow night, the Mets close out the regular home season with the St. Louis Cardinals. Secretary Lou Ness of the New York Mets prepares a traveling itinerary prior to each road trip. You can quickly, at a glance at the itinerary, know exactly when you are scheduled to depart from a city. The regular season will wind up in Chicago. And at the bottom of the itinerary, Lou Ness has written out Destination Paradise. Round ball, smacked to second, a one-hopper. Boswell to Cranepool. McCarver is up. Must do not know at this moment, assuming they can win the divisional title, where they'll be going. They'll be going probably either to San Francisco or Atlanta. The Giants lead Atlanta by a half game. But anyway, you look at it, for the Mets in this their eighth year, the destination is paradise. Now Mike Shannon faces Jim McAndrew. We're in the top of the second, no score. And the pitch is low outside, ball one. Fastball down the middle, and Shannon was taking. It's one ball and one strike. Very comfortable night in the ballpark. Good crowd on hand. Very important game for the Mets. They can drop that magic number to one if they can win. Swing on a miss and a slider, one and two. Tim McAndrews' mound opponent, Bob Gibson, still has hopes of a 20-game season. Inside and low, it's two and two. He has really lost some tough games. If he gets it, it will be his fourth 20-game season. 
the 2-2 delivery. Breaking ball that he checked up on just in time. It's outside and low, 3-2. and two. Gibson missed the 20-game circle two years ago because of an injury. Had it not been for the injury, he undoubtedly would be trying to make it five in a row. Now McAndrew delivers three and two. Ball, strike three. Got the outside corner. For Mack, his first strikeout. McAndrew looks like he has good stuff. So this should be a lively, exciting ballgame. William Javier, the second baseman, will be hitting. For the finest products on the road, drive into Sitco, a nice place to visit. Now the wind-up, here's the pitch by Mack, and Javier hits a foul pop-up over near the Cardinal dugout. Wayne Garrett on the warning track has a play and grabs it for the out. One, two, three inning for Jim McAndrew. No runs, no hits, no errors, and none left on. Now, at the end of an inning and a half, the Cardinals nothing, the Mets nothing. Angeles Dodgers, in losing the first game of a doubleheader to Cincinnati, have now fallen five games behind. Roswell is a drive to center field. Flood is standing there waiting, and he makes the catch retiring Boswell. That's three long outfield drives that have been caught. Garrett and Shamsky both hit long drives that were caught up with in the opening inning. One out and nobody on. Eddie Crane will coming up. Eddie hitting 236 with 11 home runs and 49 runs batted in. Now the pitch on the way. And a pop-up toward the mound. Gibson says, I'll take it. And he does. Ball not high enough in the air for the other infielders to get under, so Gibson quickly signaled for it. He made a good pitch on Crane Bull. He jammed it. In the second game that I had at Cincinnati, it will be Alan Foster for the Dodgers and Jerry Arrigo for Cincinnati. The Atlanta Braves hanging tight. They're only a half game behind the Giants playing tonight in Houston. Now Ron Swoboda takes low. Ball one. George Stone will be on the mound for Atlanta and Jim Ray for the Houston Astros. The Giants play later tonight at San Diego. Swing and a miss. One ball, one strike. Well, the big story in baseball yesterday was Willie Mays. He became the second man in the history of baseball to hit 600 home runs. Ground ball hit hard. A base hit to left center by Ron Swoboda. After hitting three long drives to her caught, Ron Swoboda hits a shot beyond the reach of Dow Maxville into left center field for a base hit. It brings up Jerry Grody. Willie's 600th home run last night in San Diego came in a pinch hitting appearance and a won a ball game for the Giants.
Now Joe Torrey holds against the runner and Gibson's pitch is swung and missed strike one. Grody hitting at 253. Since August the 1st, Jerry is over 300. 317 over that long period. Ground ball hit the shortstop. Now Maxwell snags it and begs across to Torrey to retire the side. No runs, one hit. No errors and one left on. At the end of two innings, the St. Louis Cardinals nothing and the New York Mets nothing. Hello, this is Johnny Carson. For 19 years, Radio Free Europe has been providing the people of Czechoslovakia, Hungary, Poland, Romania, and Bulgaria with an alternative to the propaganda of the rigidly controlled communist press and radio. Radio Free Europe has become a voice of democratic opposition for these millions of East Europeans who have been denied the right to freedom of expression by their communist rulers. The people of East Europe believe in Radio Free Europe and rely on it as a trusted friend as well as their principal source of true and unbiased information. They look upon Radio Free Europe as their own station and turn to it more than ever for inspiration in their continued efforts toward personal freedom and national independence. Write to Radio Free Europe for more information about current developments in East Europe and the work Radio Free Europe is doing for the East European people. The address, Radio Free Europe, Box... Inning number three here is Shea. And to pick up the action for you, here's Ralph Kainer. Okay, Bob Murphy and I, everyone. It's Dal Maxville, the shortstop for the Cardinals, to lead off against Jim McAndrew. Cardinals have had one base hit. The Mets have had one base hit in the first two innings. Maxville, a right-hand batter with an average of 174. And he lines one over the glove of Eddie Cranepool in the shallow right center. It's backed up by Ron Swoboda, and Maxwell is on with... The Cardinals' second hit. And as Joe, Bob Gibson comes to the plate, we'll pause for station identification. This is the New York Mets Baseball Network. You're listening to New York Mets Baseball from WKAJ-FM 102.3 on your FM dial in Saratoga Springs, New York. Ralph Kiner along with Bob Murphy and Lindsey Nelson from Shea Stadium. Bob Gibson, the batter, and the first pitch to Gibson has taken low. A breaking ball It's ball one. Wayne Garrett, the Met third baseman, and Eddie Cranepool, the Met first baseman, were moving in looking for sacrifice. Gibson, a fine hitter. He's had 26 hits this year. He's batting 248. He's had one home run, eight runs batted in, five doubles, and 105 times up. And the pitch is hit to center field, a single, coming in as easy to field the ball on one hop, and two consecutive singles now off Jim McAndrew, one by Dow Maxville. And one by Bob Gibson. And that brings up Lou Brock. Lou batting for the second time. He grounded out to second base his first time up. Brock batting at 297 for the year. He has 12 home runs, 47 runs batted in. He has a total of 189 base hits been up 635 times and he's had 33 doubles and 10 triples. Low stands, left-hand batter. And the pitch to Brock is a slider, low and inside a ball. One ball, no strike. Andrew again sets, here's the pitch. 
Fastball line to third, taken by Garrett. The throw to second base is not in time. A good play by Boswell taking the throw as it almost hits. Dal Maxwell going back to the bag. Line shot taken by Garrett at third. So the Mets get a hard out. And with one away, the batter will be Kurt Flood. Flood has grounded out the third in this one appearance tonight. Average at 287 for the year. Four home runs and 56 runs batted in. Runners at first and second base. One man out, top of the third, no score. And the pitch. It is a breaking pitch, low and away a ball. Flood started the swing, then held off. Now McAndrew again in the set position. And the one older delivery. Grounded out towards second base, deflected by McAndrew. A force play will be pulled off at second base on Bob Gibson. And moving over to third on the out is Dow Maxwell with Flood exchanging at first with Gibson. So if you're scoring, it goes 1-4-6. And the fact that McAndrew got his glove in that ball might have kept the Mets from having a double play. He slowed it down, and then Boswell had no choice but to throw the shortstop covering at second. Now the batter is Veda Pinson, who doubled to left center field his first time up. Pinson batting at 2.59. Ten home runs and 70 runs batted in. And McAndrew's first pitch. Hit down toward Greenville. He takes the one hopper as he comes off the bag. Goes to the bag to retire the side. Hard hit ball grabbed by Ed Greenville at first base. No runs, two hits, no errors, and two men left on. And the score at the end of two and a half innings. St. Louis Cardinals, nothing. The New York Mets, nothing. You can hunt all season, fellows, and never bag values like those awaiting you at Walton Sports Shop on Lake Avenue. When it's hunting supplies you're seeking, draw a bead on the most complete selection in town. Walton's is synonymous with the very finest in hunting equipment. Guns in all calibers and gauges. Ammunition and reloading supplies are all available. Then, to make those long hours in the field more comfortable, you'll find the best in hunting vests and pants at Walton's. Quality products at reasonable prices. If you need a scope mounted on your rifle, this service is also available at Walton's. Walton's short shop can supply all your hunting needs. Make it an enjoyable and successful season with hunting supplies of quality, always priced reasonably at Walton Sport Shop on Lake Avenue in Saratoga Springs. Into the bottom of the third inning. Bud Harrelson, the batter, and the first pitch by Bob Gibson is taken low, ball one. Harrelson was out to bunt and then took the pitch as it was out of the strike zone. But hitting 242 with no home runs and 21 runs batted in. No score. Cardinals have three hits. The Mets have one. Harrelson batting left-handed and the pitch back is grounded foul over toward the on-deck circle and fielded by Jim McAndrew.
Bob Gibson working on the mound. 22 and 5 lifetime against the Mets. Now a curve inside. Ball just missing. And Gibson back, and the next delivery is taken high. So the count now three balls and two strikes. Gibson has struck out no one in this ball game, but he has 250 strikeouts for the year in 284 innings. Now the 3-2 pitch fouled into the stand, so the count remains at 3-2. Gibson has a 2.32 earn run average. He has had 25 complete games. Three have been shut out. This is his 33rd game start. Now again at 3-2, and the pitch is again fouled into the stands on the third base side. So Harrelson staying alive in the count remaining three balls and two strikes. Gibson has won 165 ball games in his lifetime in the majors, lost only 109. And again the 3-2 pitch is high ball four, and Harrelson walks. That'll bring up Jim McAndrew. First pitch to McAndrew, a strike. As McAndrew was around in bunting position, strike one. And the pitch back, and McAndrew bunts the ball, but it's bunted foul. So the count now at strike two. McAndrew has been up 35 times with five hits. He has driven in three runs. Scoreless ball game, no one out, bottom half of the third. The Mets have Bud Harrelson as a base runner at first. Strike three. So, in this inning, Gibson has walked his first man in the ball game and struck out his first man in the ball game. And with one away, it'll bring up Tommy Agee. Tommy flied out to center field his first time up. His average at 271. He leads the club in home runs with 26 home runs. He has 74 RBIs. And a throw to first base chases Harrelson back. No score. One man out, bottom half of the third. And Gibson with the first pitch to A.G. It swung on and foul back over the top of the screen out of play. Strike one. Montreal beat the Cubs today 7-3, so the Mets' magic number is two. The end of two, Philadelphia one, Pittsburgh nothing. Now the next pitch, grounded slowly out toward third. Shannon has only one play, and that's the first base, and he goes there in time for the out. Moving down to second in scoring position, Bud Harrelson, and the batter coming up is Wayne Garrett. was out in a spectacular catch by Veda Pinson in right field his first time up. Pinson taking an extra base hit away as he went deep to right. Jumped high in the air to glove one. Garrett batting 216 and the first pitch is hit foul into the stand. Strike one. The Cardinals in Pittsburgh are fighting for third place. They started the action tonight tied with a record of 82 and 72. 
One strike delivery, grounded in the hole. Going over the second baseman, Javier, he cannot get to it, and Harrelson comes in to score. in his 39th run and the Mets take the lead 1-0 ground ball right between Joe Torrey who tried for it the first baseman and Julian Javier the second baseman now it brings up Art Chamsky who flied out the deep left his first time up Art hitting 305 and the first pitch is popped up out to shallow center field Shortstop Dow Maxwell backpedaling back into shallow center to make the catch, and it retires aside. But in the inning, the Mets score the first run of the ball game on one base hit. There was a walk, no errors, and one man was left on. And the score at the end of three, the New York Mets won, the St. Louis Cardinals nothing. Having a problem in deciding where to take your group on its next outing? If so, let the Mets Group Sales Department solve it for you. This department is manned by experts in handling both men's and women's groups. These same specialists encourage community and civic organizations, social and fraternal clubs, youth, family, and athletic groups to take in a Mets ball game and enjoy a day at Shea. In addition to providing group ticket sales for a ball game, our representatives will be happy to furnish you with all the details of the beautiful restaurants at Shea Stadium, which are available for parties large or small up to 700 persons. For groups of 100 or more, recognition will be given to your organization on the changeable message scoreboard here at Shea. Residents of Connecticut, New Jersey, and New York can easily obtain additional information simply by writing to Group Sales Manager, Shea Stadium, Flushing, New York, 11368. Or if you like, telephone 212-672-3000. The representative handling your area will be more than happy to personally speak before your man's We're going to the top of the fourth inning. The Mets leading 1-0 against the Cardinals and Bob Gibson. On the mound for the Mets, Jim McAndrew. And his first batter will be the first baseman, Joe Torrey. Joe Torrey flied out to center field his first time up. Joe batting 285. He has 17 home runs and 93 runs batted in. And the first pitch, a curve in the dirt. It's ball one. One ball, no strikes. McAndrew back. And the next pitch is fouled and fouled off of the foot of Jerry Grody. And for the second night in the road, Grody has flattened his back. Grody was flattened his back in last night's ball game, but stayed in it. This one, I think, off his D or foot. He's being checked out by Gus Mosh. Now Gil Hodges comes out to look. They're taking the shin guard off. And it apparently hit him on the knee. Looking at the scoreboard, Cincinnati beat the Dodgers 6-3 in the first game of their doubleheader. In the second game, no score after one. In the first game, Cincinnati won it as... Jim Merritt won his 17th. He has lost eight. The losing pitcher is Claude Osteen. He's 19 and 15. 
Lefevre and John Miller had home runs in the ball game. In the second game, it's Alan Foster pitching for the Dodgers and Jerry Arrigo going for Cincinnati. Cincinnati trying to stay in the pennant race, now three and a half games back of the Giants, who play later on tonight. Atlanta's in second place. They're a half a game back. And the starting pitches for the Atlanta-Houston game, George Stone for the Braves, 12-9. and nine. And going for Houston, Jim Ray, who has won seven and lost two. Dodgers dropping to five games off the pace with their loss in that first first ball game. Brody still being administered to, but he appears to be okay, and he is going to stay in the ball game. He has now just stood up to flex the knee. And he's doing a deep knee man to find out whether or not it'll work. Atlanta did not score on the top of the first. Now Houston coming up. And if you just joined us and hadn't heard the baseball news, Montreal beat Chicago. Bill Stolman, the winning pitcher, his record 11 and 8. He pitched the six hitter, went all the way, gave up three runs. The losing pitcher was Ken Holtzman. Rusty Saab got his 29th home run, Ron Fairley his 12th, and Billy Williams got his 19th for the Cubs. So the magic number for the Mets is two. Now play will be started up again as Grody is okay. The count, one ball, one strike. The batter, Joe Torrey. No one out, top of the fourth. The Mets leading one nothing. And McAndrews, 1-1 pitch. Fastball outside, ball two. Torrey flat out to center field his first time up on a fastball. And the 2-1 delivery. Curveball swung on a miss. Two and two. Well, Joe Torrey's brother, Frank Torrey, finally got to present that foreign sports car to Mr. Willie Mays on his 600th home run. He had been trailing Willie for quite some time. Got a real tour out of it. Now a slider outside at three and two. That should be a pretty snazzy sports car, Ralph. $12,500 car. Those are good numbers. Great numbers. Three balls, two strikes. The pitch to Torrey. Line down the left field line. It'll be a base hit. Should go for two. The ball played off the wall by Art Chamsky. And Torrey goes in easily with a stand-up double. So Joe gets his first into the series. The line shot down the left field line. That puts a time run at second base with no one out here in the top of the fourth and brings up Tim McCarver. Tim grounded out to second base on a changeup his first time up. Now you can get a larger loan in New York up to $1,400 from the largest lending company, HFC, Household Finance. And the first pitch to McCarver is popped foul back out of play, strike one. Tim is batting 263 this year with seven home runs and 51 runs batted in.
Carver working with the time run at second. No one out here in the top of the fourth. And the right-hander sets and comes back to McCarver, and the pitch is pulled foul. And it's strike two. Line shot pulled over and back of the first base coach against the stand. Back Ron Travolta now fielding the ball out in right field. Two strike count on Tim McCarver. Andrew nods yes at the set of signs and goes to the set position. And the pitch is swung on and missed. Tim McAndrew with a second strikeout. That's his first out here in the fourth. It brings up Mike Shannon. McCarver has only struck out 25 times this year and two and 490 times up. Mike Shannon, the batter. Mike was struck out his first time up. Got caught looking at a 2-2 fastball over the outside corner about knee high. Mike, a right-hand batter, and the first pitch is a curve over the inside corner. Strike one. Shannon batting 250, has 12 home runs and 55 runs batted in. Mets leading 1-0 the Cardinals with a runner at second. Joe Torrey there. Got there on a leadoff double. Now at one strike, McAndrew back to Shannon, and the pitch is popped up. A little pop up on the shortstop side. But Harrelson with his hand up and making the catch on the dirt part of the infield. Two men away, and it brings up the second baseman, Julian Javier. Julian fouled out to third his first time up. His average at 283 for the year with 10 home runs and 42 runs batted in. No breeze at all here at Shea. It's a beautiful night for baseball. One more left in the regular season. Tomorrow night. And the first pitch to Javier is swung on and foul back strike one. Tomorrow night's game, Gary Gentry will be pitching for the Mets against Steve Carlton. Don't forget that game time tomorrow night will be at 7.05. We'll be on the air at 7. Everyone who attends the ball game at Shea will receive a special gift from the Mets. Jim McAndrew working with... A one-strike count to Julian Javier. Two men out, top of the fourth inning. The Mets leading one nothing, and the Cardinals with a runner at second. And the pitch. Hit hard, down to third, and a great play by Wayne Garrett. He comes up with a line shot of a ball to his glove side on the half-off. Takes a base in away, saves a possible run, and throw to first base was perfect. No runs, one hit, no errors, and one man left. And the score in the middle of the fourth. The New York Mets won the St. Louis Cardinals. Nothing. The finest in Italian cuisine and a wide array of steaks, chops, and seafood await your dining pleasure at Mangino's Restaurant, located in the south end of Saratoga Lake. 
But there's a big difference between just ordinary Italian or American cuisine and Mangino's fine foods. At Mangino's, your order is never prepared hours before. Mangino's realize that good food cannot be hurried, and they ask you to give them a little time to prepare it properly. All dishes are prepared to your order when your order is placed, never simmering away for hours or minutes in the kitchen. And that's the big difference at Mangino's. Why not enjoy eating Italian food the way it should be savored? And down at Mangino's Restaurant, located in the south end of Saratoga Lake at Route 9P, just two miles from Route 9. A complete line of Italian specialties are served to tempt the palate, and their steaks and chops and seafood are equally as delightful. If you're planning a banquet or party for up to 75 people, call Mangino's for their special party menu. They'll be happy to give you complete details. That's Mangino's Restaurant, the home of truly fine foods, Route 9P, the south end of Saratoga Lake. The first pitch to Boswell is called a strike. Again, lined out to center field on his first pitch, his first time up. He was one for three last night to extend his fine hitting. He has hit safely in ten of his last eleven ball games. Now a curve, but too low. One and one. Boswell hitting 283 with three home runs and 30 runs batted in. And a curveball chopped down to Torrey at first base. He makes the play as he backs up just to stride. Throws to Gibson covering for the out. One away, and it brings up Greenville. Ed popped up to the pitcher its first time up. Ed batting 235. He has 11 home runs and 49 runs batted in. Mets leading 1-0. One man out, bottom half of the fourth. And the first pitch is chopped out by the first baseman in the right field for a base hit. Rainpool makes the turn and holds there as the ball is back to the infield, thrown by Veda Pinson. So the Mets have their third hit. Ed is first, and it brings up Ron Svoboda, who got the Mets' first hit back in the second. batting 240 with nine home runs and 52 runs batted in. He hit a curveball sharply by the shortstop Maxville his first time up. And first pitch to him this time is a fastball but outside. Well, he's got a run in the top of the fourth. They lead 2-0 after three and a half over the Pirates. Next delivery outside for ball two. Two balls, no strikes. Mel Sotomayor trying for his 20th win, now behind 5-0 after 4. And the next pitch is popped up on the first base side. Torrey, by first base, makes the catch and almost loses it. Wouldn't have made any difference. He could have picked the ball up if he had dropped it and thrown the runner out at second because Cranepool had to stay right in the bag. Vincent Romo pitching for the Boston Red Sox with a 5-0 lead after four. Yastrzemski hit his 38th home run in the third with no one on. Now the batter coming up is Jerry Grody, and the first pitch is inside a ball. At the end of three and a half, Cleveland three, Baltimore one. Frank Robinson got his 32nd home run in the fourth with no one on. McDowell pitching against Bertina. Next pitch is grounded foul, and the count 
one and one. Washington at Detroit, Casey Cox against Mickey Lolitz. Minnesota two, Kansas City now batting in the first. Boswell against Headland. Two at Oakland, Chicago there. First game pitchers are Bart Johnson against Catfish Hunter. Now a strike call in the count one and two on Grody. Also on the American League schedule, Seattle to California. One ball, two strikes. And Gibson's pitch. Slider just outside, two and two. Metro leading one nothing. Two men away, bottom half of the fourth. Rainpool at first base, and the pitch back to Grody. Rounded slowly out to third. Shannon hangs back, now charges, fires the first, and gets Grody by a step. That retires his side. No runs, one hit, no errors. The man left at first, and the score at the end of four. New York Mets won the St. Louis Cardinals nothing. Very interesting, but the pay is lousy. This is Artie Johnson for Vista. I meant what I said. The pay is lousy. Vista volunteers only get $50 a month for the year they sign up, but they get an awful lot in satisfaction. The satisfaction of knowing that they've made life a little bit better for somebody who's had it pretty bad most of the time. Vista volunteers, volunteers in service to America, spend a year where the real poverty is, in the big city slums, in migrant worker camps. They teach. They help get cooperation from red tape-ridden agencies. They do whatever they can to make life a little bit better. It's one of the few programs in the land of plenty that's designed to help the plenty who have nothing. It's not a job. It's a dedication. If you think you might have the guts to try, write VISTA, V-I-S-T-A, Box A, Washington, D.C. the St. Louis Cardinals as the game moves down to the fifth inning. Now Maxville will be leading off. Maxville single to right field in the third inning and Bob Gibson followed him to single to center field. Putting Jim McAndrew squarely on the spot and the rangy right-hander promptly worked his way out of trouble. Now Maxville, a right-hand hitter. He's a rather skillful bunner, so Garrett plays in close at third. And a curveball misses outside, 1-0. Lots of banners being paraded and displayed here at Chase Stadium tonight. The 1-0 delivery by Mack. Hit high in the air, a fly ball to right center. Ranging back and now waiting under it, Tommy Agee. He makes the catch. We pause for station identification. This is the New York Mets Baseball Network. This is New York Mets Baseball on WKAJFM 102.3, Saratoga Springs, New York. Bob Murphy with Lindsey Nelson and Ralph Kinder were at the top of the fifth inning, New York leading 1 0. Now McAndrew winds, Gibson is the batter, and he fouls it back toward the Cardinal dugout. The magic number is two. If the Mets can win tonight, the number will be one. Meaning that either a Cub loss tomorrow afternoon or a Met victory tomorrow night would clinch the championship for the New York Mets. 
Now McAndrew delivers to Gibson. A hard slider on the outside corner. Strike two call. Tommy Agee playing a couple of steps to right center against Gibson, who's a good hitter. And a swing and a miss. He goes down swinging at a breaking ball. For Jim McAndrew, his third strikeout. Now, two outs and nobody on. The top of the batting order for Lou Brock. You know, of all the drinks in the world, beer is the only one meant to have a head. And Rheingold is the beer that keeps its head. The Rheingold 10-minute head. Haven't you timed it yet? Lou Brock, left-hand batter waiting, and a pitch on the outside corner, a call strike. Brock hitting at 298. Now Mack just misses the inside corner, one ball and one strike. Third time at bat for Brock, he has bounced out to second and lined out hard to the third baseman. Wayne Garrett has handled a couple of hot ones around third so far in this game. Ground ball hit up toward the middle. Racing forward as Boswell. He hurries the throw. Not in time. Brock beats it for a base hit. The great speed of Lou Brock. When he bounces one toward the middle of the diamond like that, it's almost impossible to get him. A base hit for Lou Brock. Now center fielder Kurt Flood. He has grounded out third to first and reached on a force play. Nothing for two. Flood hitting 287 with 56 runs batted in. Mets lead the Cardinals in the season series 10 games to six. Now Jim McAndrew up in pitching position. Delivers. Ground ball hit toward the hole. That goes through a base hit to left field. Brock around second is holding there. And now on back-to-back singles. The Cardinals have two men on. There are two away, and Beta Penson is coming up to hit. Cardinals threatening once again, and Jerry Grody goes out to the mound to talk with Jim McAndrew. Beta Penson whacked a long double up the alley in left center in the first inning, and then he grounded out to Ed Cranepool his second time up. Beta Penson hitting at 257, but he has 70 runs batted in. Beta, a pole hitter in both the infield and the outfield, swing around toward right for it. And a half swing he held up in time. It's low inside, ball one. on the baselines for the Cardinals right now with Lou Brock on second and Kurt Flood on first. McAndrew up in pitching position. And the pitch on the way. Ground ball bounced to the right side. Cranepool going for it. It takes off the glove of Boswell. Goes into right field. Brock is scoring. Flood is racing to third and now holding up there. The game is tied up. Boswell got to the ground ball over in the hole, but it broke off of his glove, 
and went into the outfield. It'll be an error on Boswell. Crane Poole had gone for the ball. I don't know whether Boswell lost sight of it with Crane Poole cut in front of him or not. At any rate, it broke off of his glove and went into right field. McAndrew was racing to cover at first base. So, on the air, the game is tied up 1-1. And the batter now is Joe Torrey. Runners on first and third. Torrey, the cleanup batter, facing McAndrew. Swing and a miss at a curve, strike one. Cranepool, who had gone for the ball, appeared to be crossing right in front of Boswell at the moment the ball reached Boswell's glove. It might have been he was blocked off and couldn't see it. Now the pitch to Torrey is in the dirt, but snagged by Jerry Grody. One ball and one strike. Game tied, 1-1, top half of the fifth inning. Flood, the runner at third. Penson is on first. Torrey doubled his last time at bat. And a smash off the shins of Jim McAndrew. It will score a run. Flood is in to score. A base hit for Joe Torrey. A wicked ground ball off the shins of Jim McAndrew. And trainer Gus Marsh comes up to the top of the dugout to see if Mac wants some help. If it doesn't hurt right now, you can bet it's going to hurt in a little while. Now McAndrew is walking around the edge of the mound... He got hit on the right leg, just under the knee. A base hit for Joe Torrey. The Cardinals lead 2-1. to one. They now have scored twice after two are out and nobody on. Bill Hodges and trainer Gus Mush on the mound, working now with Jim McAndrew, who was hit on the right leg, just under the knee. Ball hit very hard by Joe Torrey. St. Louis now has two runs on seven hits, New York one run on three hits. Bill Hodges wants McAndrew to throw two or three pitches. He wants to see how he'll be able to operate after being hit on that leg. Well, he throws one pitch, and Gill is convinced that he's all right. So Gill and Gus Marsh hit back for the dugout. Tim McCarver hitting for the Cardinals. Runners on first and second. They have two runs in. The runs will be cataloged as unearned runs. The infield shades to right. The outfield straight away against McCarver. And a high fly to deep center. Back goes A.G. Now he turns and he's under it. Makes the catch. The side is up. Two runs. There were three hits. One error and two left on. 
At the end of four and one-half innings, the St. Louis Cardinals two, and the New York Mets one. Now here's a word from Rangel. In the early morning chill, a man meets a train in the New York freight yard. He's there to make sure a great lager beer stays great. This man is from Rangel, and he's checking on a malt shipment. Barley malt from America's Great Plains. At the brewery, samples of this malt will be carefully examined by beer experts who make certain it meets Rheingold's high standards. Quality standards that have made Rheingold Extra Dry a truly great beer. You can see that greatness in the proud Rheingold 10-minute head. That's the unmistakable sign of a great beer. My beer is Rheingold, the dry beer. Haven't you timed it yet? Rheingold Breweries, New York and Orange, New Jersey. Bud Harrelson leading off against Gibson. The last half of the fifth inning. Cardinals two, Mets one. Bud reached on a walk his first time up. He bunts it for a stride in front of the plate, taken by McCarver. And a quick throw to first base, one down. Bud failed to get that bunt away from the plate, and McCarver had it quickly. Now, Jim McAndrew is the scheduled hitter. And Mac is coming up. Center Gus Mize came out and applied the ethyl chloride, that instant freeze, to the spot on McAndrew's right leg where the baseball hit him. Mack is 0 for 1. He was struck out his first time up. Swing, Animus, strike 1. <clears throat> Final home game of the regular season tomorrow night. Game time, 7.05. Swing, Animus, strike 2. Gary Gentry tomorrow night against Steve Carlton. Two-strike delivery. Curve is over. Strike 3 called. He gets McAndrew on three pitches. and nobody on. Tommy Agee coming up. Now Gibson winding and the pitch to Agee. Fastball in, calls strike one. Bob Gibson has struck out 252 hitters. Steve Carlton is also two, over 200. He has 209. Low and outside, one ball and strike. Tom Seaver leads the Mets staff in strikeouts. Tom has 204. Swing and a miss by Tommy Agee. It's one and two. (laughs) 
Tommy is 0 for 2. And he hits a long fly ball that may go foul down the right field line. And it is a foul ball into the crowd. Now the 1-2 pitch by Gibby. A ground ball whacked the second. Big hop for Julian and Javier. And he throws to Joe Torrey. That retires the Mets in the fifth inning. No runs, no hits, no errors, and none left on. At the end of five innings, the St. Louis Cardinals two, and the New York Mets one. Many people, when they reach 65, would like to slow down a little, but not necessarily to retire completely. Well, you do not have to retire completely to get Social Security benefits. You can earn as much as $1,680 in a year and still get a Social Security check every month. You can earn a good deal more than $1,680 in a year and still get part of the benefits, depending on how much more you earn. And here's an important point. No matter how much money you earn during the year, you can get a benefit check for any month in which you earn no more than $140. You've just heard a lot of figures. $1,680 in a year, $140 in a month, age 65. Don't be confused. If you have any questions at all about retirement, earnings, and Social Security benefits, get in touch with your Social Security office. They're in the last of inning number three in Cincinnati. No score. Dodgers nothing. Reds nothing. The Reds won the opener of the doubleheader 6-3. Atlanta and Houston scored us in the top half of the third of the Astrodome. Phillies four, Pirates nothing, bottom half of the fifth in Pittsburgh. The two big stories in baseball today, the Montreal Expos beat the Cubs 7-3 at Wrigley Field. And Boston Red Sox manager Dick Williams was fired. Now the windup, here's the pitch on the way, lined to the air by Shannon to left field. Shamsky grabs it. Hit line drive. The state up just long enough for Art Shamsky to come in and grab. One away in the sixth inning. It brings up Javier. Julian Javier has fouled out to third and grounded out to third. Nothing for two. Javier hitting a 283. Dick Williams fired by the Red Sox as the second American League manager to be fired. In the closing stages of the season, Hank Bauer was the first. Man does not have a great deal of security when he takes the job of managing for Charles Finley. Line drive hit down the left field line by Javier. It's right down the line, a fair ball in the corner. An extra base hit, and Javier goes into second with a double. That ball was fair just by inches deep down the left field line. Well, Javier is 28th, two base hit. Dal Maxville coming up. Maxville has singled to right and fly to center. Now the sign goes out to the bullpen, and Tug McGraw will start warming up. And the pitch on the way. Foul going out of play off to the right. 
St. Louis, two runs on eight hits. New York, one run on three hits. Tonight's baseball quiz asks the question, can you name the only player in Detroit baseball history to win the Triple Crown? And the answer will be on the message board in the last half of the inning. Down to Gandrew, eyes the runner at second, and the pitch is grounded down to George Kessel, coaching at third. Gibson waiting on deck. McAndrew with a two-strike advantage kicks the leg. Around comes the arm. Ground ball bounced slowly. Harrelson moves in to grab it. Now guns it in time. Maxwell erased by a stride two men away. With two outs and one on, Bob Gibson will bat for the third time. Gibson has one for two. A single to center. Bob Gibson has had 27 base hits. That is a lot of hits for a pitcher. He has a batting average of 252. Now the pitch by McAndrew. Grounder hit hard. Foul. Just foul down the third baseline. Bob Gibson is a tireless worker. He has already worked 282 innings, not counting his work here tonight. Tom Seaver leads the Mets staff at innings pitch. Tom has hurled 264 innings. Now McAndrew works from the stretch. Low and outside. One ball, one strike to Bob Gibson. Cardinals two and the Mets one were at the top of the sixth inning. The 1-1 delivery. Curve popped in the air down the right field line. Ron Svoboda coming over to the line. Crosses the line, makes the catch in foul territory. That retires the side. No runs, one hit. No errors and one left on. At the end of five and one-half innings, the St. Louis Cardinals two, the New York Mets one. Hi, this is Greg Morris of Mission Impossible with an important question for young men. Do you know where you're going? Have you considered the Coast Guard? The United States Coast Guard builds well-rounded men, experts in a variety of fields, men with eyes on the future. At the United States Coast Guard Academy, you'll receive the finest education and military training a Bachelor of Science degree, and the commission in the United States Coast Guard. If you have the ability to take command, the Coast Guard is interested in you. At the Academy, you can concentrate on engineering, management, or oceanography. Your training and education will encompass every facet of the Coast Guard's humanitarian mission. If you have what it takes, take a career in the Coast Guard. For brochure and application form, write to the Director of Admissions, Coast Guard Academy, New London, Connecticut. That's the Director of Admissions, Coast Guard Academy, New London, Connecticut. Wayne Garrett leading off against Bob Gibson, and the pitch is inside and low ball wide. 
Garrett single to right field, bringing home the Mets' only run of the ball game. His last time up in the third. Now ground ball hit right at Julian Javier, the second baseman. To Joe Torre, one down. The answer to the baseball quiz, the only Detroit Tiger player in Detroit baseball history. To win the triple crown, Hall of Famer Tiger, the Georgia Peach. Now the pitcher on the way to Shamsky, and the curve is in, call strike one. The Atlanta Braves got two runs in the top of the third inning in Houston. Braves two, Astros nothing after two and a half. Bob Gibson trying to win his 19th ball game, bidding for his fourth 20-game season. Cardinals with the outfield deep and around to right against Archemsky. Now Gibson over the head. And a fly ball hit to left field. Lou Brock galloping toward the line is getting there, and he has it for the out. So two outs and nobody on. Ken Boswell, the hitter. Boswell is lined out to center and bounced out to first. Nothing for two. In his last 23 ball games, Boswell has 35 hits and 80 times at best. He's hitting about 445 over the last 23 games. Breaking ball on the inside corner. Call strike one. Gibson has a great fastball, probably the best slider in the business, or close to it, and a good curveball. Ground ball on the right side of the infield. Javier ranging to his glove side. Now throws to Torrey, and the Mets are out 1-2-3 in the sixth inning. No runs, no hits, no errors, and none left on. At the end... This is Lindsey Nelson with Ralph Kiner and Bob Murphy at Shea Stadium, and Lou Brock is up now. Leading off for the Cardinals here in the top half of the seventh inning. Facing right-handed Jim McAndrew into the motion. Here's the pitch line. One hop, he short and on by into the outfield for a base hit. Lou Brock with a leadoff single. The ball is corralled by Tommy Agee in center. And Brock is on. A hard smash. To short for a base hit. Now down in the bullpen of the Mets, Tug McGraw gets up to throw. Lou Brock is a dangerous man to have on there as a leadoff man. Kurt Flood's up. He's one for three. Right-hand batter. Cranville holds against the runner, Lou Brock. Here's the pitch, and it's high and away for a ball. Brock has stolen 52 bases this year. He's been caught stealing 14 times. Brock takes his lead. Throw to first is not in time. Count his ball one to Kurt Flood at the plate with Veda Pinson on deck. There's a swing and a one hop at his short. Taken by Harrelson and over to Marshall for one throw to first. A double play. It goes 6-4-3 from Harrelson to Boswell to Cranebrook. Ball 
was hit hard to short so that they were able to bring it around for two. With nobody on now, it's Veda Pinson coming up, doubled. Rounded out the first base and was on on an error by Boswell. Play on which a run scored in the fifth inning. Benson, the left-hand batter, batting number three in the Cardinal batting order. Swung on it in the end, a deep center field. A.G. drifting back to the edge of the warning track, makes the catch. Crowd is out. No runs are hit, no errors, and nobody left. In the middle of the seventh inning, the score is Cardinals two and the Mets one. Say, fans, would you like to do something for the kids of New York? Then order your tickets now for the annual Mayor's Trophy game between the Yankees and the Mets to be played here at Shea Stadium on Monday night, September 29th, for the benefit of the Greater New York Sound Lot Program. You may recall that this year's Mayor's Trophy game originally was scheduled to be played on July 7th, but an all-day rain necessitated a postponement. The game on September 29th will mark the 7th of the series in what has developed into a keen rivalry between the clubs and the Mets will be shooting for their third straight trophy victory. The plan to be on hand for all the excitement. The date again is Monday night, September 29th, when the Mets meet the Yankees. Box seats sell for the regular price of $3.50. Our reserve seats cost $2.50. Advance orders will be filled at any Yankee or Met ticket outlet anywhere around the town. Mets are trading by a run as they come up here in the bottom of the seventh, and Ed Cranville will lead off. The Mets fans have been up and stretching midway of the seventh, so they're ready to lend a little support here. Cranville has popped out to the pitcher and had a base hit. There's a swing and another base hit in the right field. Ada Fiston comes up, plays it back, and Cranville has a leadoff single. Here in the bottom of the seventh. He's on his first with nobody out. It is his second base into the ball game. Here comes Ron Swoboda. Swoboda is one for two. He singles sharply to left in the second inning. Listen to the Mets fans. Here's a pitch that's low for a ball. 1-0 to Swoboda with Grody on deck, and Gibson comes down to argue the call with umpire Andy Olson. Gibson thought it was in the strike zone. The Cardinals are leading by a score of 2-1. to one. Joe Torre holds against the runner at first. The pitch swung on and on the ground to short. Could be a double play. Maxwell bobbles the ball. Plays the first in time to get Swoboda. Rainpool is at second. Maxville bobble what might have been a double play ball, and Swoboda was late getting away from the plate. He did not run it out. Then when he made his move, it was too late. So he is out at first on a play from Maxville to Torrey. The tying run is at second with one man out, and Jerry Grody is up. Grounded out short to first, grounded out third to first. It was a hard smash to shortstop Dow Maxwell. Looked as though it might be a double play ball, but Maxwell bobbled it, then recovered and was able to get Swoboda at first. This pitch is in for a strike to Grody. 
Cardinals are leading 2-1. Grody asked that umpire Andy Olson look at the ball. He does and takes it out of play. Cardinals two runs, nine hits. The Mets one run, four hits. Poole takes his lead now at second base. Bob Gibson up and sets steps off the rubber. Dal Campisi is up and throwing in the bullpen now for the St. Louis Cardinals. Doug McGraw is throwing in the bullpen for the New York Mets. One out, have it on the ground to third, taken by Shannon, looks the runner, plays the first in time, no advance. St. Poole holds it second, and coming up now is Harrelson and manager Red Shane Beans. Goes out to the mound for a word with Gibson. Could be that he wants to talk to Gibson about the possibility of putting Harrelson on with first base open and uh, seeing if he can force Gil Hodges to make a move. The meeting is hurriedly concluded and Shane Neves goes back to the dugout. Catcher Tim McCarver is out there now for a word with Gibson. McAndrews on deck. Harrelson is the batter. Cardinals are leading by a score of two to one. Harrelson walked, tried to bunt his way on in the fifth inning and was out, catcher to first base. Switch hitter batting left. Here's the pitch. Curveball high and away. One and all. Again, Gibson sets up. The pitch is high. He goes behind. Two and all to Bud Harrelson. Pitching him carefully here. And the bottom half of the seventh inning with the tying run at second base. There's a 2-0 delivery. Low. Gibson goes behind. Three and all to Bud Harrelson. He looks down to Eddie Yost to see if he's taking. Doug McGraw throwing in the med bullpen. 3-0 pitch. High. Walked in. So now, does Gil Hodges make a move? He does. McAndrew goes back to the dugout, and we'll see who we're going to get here now batting. For McAndrew. The fans are all up on their feet here now. Saying, we want Jones. They want Cleon Jones, who is a right-hand batter. But they're going to get, instead, a left-hand batter, Jim Gosker. Jim Gosker, a left-hand batter, will bat for McAndrew. Gosker is one for ten since coming up to the Mets from Tidewater, Virginia. At Tidewater this year, Gosker hit 341. He had ten home runs and 31 runs batted in. So it is Gosker batting for McAndrew as the Mets try to get the tying run in. They have the tying run at second, represented by Ed Grainville, and the go-ahead run at first, represented by Bud Harrelson. Cardinals now having a conference. Catcher Jim McCarver, third baseman Mike Shannon, about how to work to Jim Gosker. Jim Gosker, a left-hand batter that they have not seen. Doug McGraw in the Met bullpen. Uh, 
Mark Oscar is in and waiting. Runners lead at first and second. The pitch. Foul back and out of play at strike one. As a Gil Hodges figuring down this set, a team doesn't get too many scoring opportunities on a pitcher of the caliber of Bob Gibson. So he wants to take the opportunity while he has it here in the bottom of the seventh. The Cardinals are leading two to one. Pitch to Gasker. Inside, low, it's 1-1. One, one. Tommy Agee is on deck. There are two men out. Bob Gibson with a pitch. Inside low, he goes behind out of Gosker, two and one. That magic number is two. Runners lead at first and second. This will be a two-one pitch. Well, on it in the air to center field, and Kurt Flood comes up. He's there, and Flood makes the catch. So the side is out. No runs, a hit, a walk, no errors, and two left. The end of seven full innings of play of the score is Cardinals two, the Mets one. A lot of people these days are asking what this country's coming to. What it's all about. Well, it's about a lot of things that we take for granted. Like arguing with each other. Some places in the world you can't argue out loud about politics, for example. In some places, that's a privilege they're fighting for right now. We take a lot of other things for granted, too. Free enterprise. The new opportunities the people demand. And get because they demand it. That's what America is all about. And that's why I'm a pilot in the Air Force Reserve. That's why one weekend a month, I fly. So we can stay on top. So nothing will take us by surprise. Just so we can keep on taking this country of ours for granted. If you have Air Force flying experience, contact the nearest Air Force Reserve unit or the Reserve Affairs officer at the nearest Air Force base for further information and details. Doug McGraw comes in to do the pitching for the Mets, now making his 41st appearance of the year. He has a record of eight wins and three losses. Last time out, on September 20th, he worked against the Pittsburgh Pirates for three innings in which he gave up one run on two hits. Jim McAndrew worked seven innings, gave up two runs on nine hits, struck out three and walked none. Joe Torrey is up to lead off now for the Cardinals in the top half of the eighth inning facing Chug McGraw. Swing and a miss at strike one. Tim McCarver on deck. Now the pitch is high for a ball. It's one and one. Jerry Gentry tomorrow night for the Mets. Steve Carlton tomorrow night for the St. Louis Cardinals. 1-1 delivery to Torrey. Swung on and missed. It's strike two. One and two. God takes a sign from Jerry Grody. 
Gophers up 1-2. Stuck him out. One away. If you want real cola refreshment, get with R.C., the one with the mad, mad taste. Get with the comer. Tim McCarver has grounded out second to first, struck out swinging, and flied out to center field. McGraw delivers a pitch high for ball one. Mike Shannon's on deck. Carver, a left-hand batter. McGraw takes the sign. And McCarver steps out. one pitch. Swung on and popped up to the left side. Harrelson goes out in the short left field and calls. He's there waiting and he makes the catch. Two out. Cardinals batting in the eighth and Mike Shannon's coming up. Called out on strikes. Popped to short and lined to left. The paid attendance here at Chase Stadium tonight is 32,364. 32,364 paid. We have 10,480 midget Mets. Total crowd, 44,080. 44,080 at Shea tonight. Here's a pitch high for a ball to Mike Shannon. There's a 1-0 pitch. And after a call strike to Shannon, it's 1-1. One one. Here's a breaking pitch low. It's 2-1. The Mets' total attendance paid for the season now stands at 2,120,445. paid at Shea Stadium this year. 2-1 pitch. Line in the right field for a base hit for Mike Shannon. Ron Svoboda up with it, plays it back. Shannon turns and holds with a single to right. That is base hit number 10 for the St. Louis Cardinals. Brings up Julian Javier, who is one for three, had a double in the sixth inning. Pete Rose has hit a home run for the Cincinnati Reds in the fourth inning with one man on his 16th of the year. At the end of four innings of play, it is the Cincinnati Reds three, the Dodgers nothing in the second game of a twilight doubleheader. Alan Foster against Jerry Arrigo. Cincinnati won the first game six to three. There's a swing and a foul ball back and out of play. So the Cincinnati Reds appear headed for a sweep of the Dodgers. The end of seven innings of play. The Philadelphia Phillies lead the Pittsburgh Pirates by a score of four to three. This afternoon, Montreal defeated the Chicago Cubs by a score of seven to three. The end of four innings tonight in Houston. The Atlanta Braves, two, and the Houston Astros, nothing. George Stone against Jim Ray, and the Giants and Padres play later in San Diego. Here's a pitch to Javier. Breaks high. Nolan Ryan gets up to throw for the Mets now also. Nolan Ryan, along with Bob Johnson, throwing in the Mets bullpen. Two-man out runner at first. Cardinals leading 2-1. to one. Batting in the top of the eighth. 
pitch. Line in the left field for a base hit. Shannon goes to second and turns. Shamsky up with the ball. Shannon holds. Javier is on at first with a single and left. Base hits back to back for the Cardinals here with two men out in the eighth. Dal Maxwell's coming up. He's one for three. Single to right in the third inning. First and second, here's the pitch to Maxville. High for a ball. Pitcher Bob Gibson's on deck now for the St. Louis Cardinals. Cardinals leading in the game 2-1. to one. Shannon at second, Javier at first. 1-0 delivery. It's high. McGraw goes behind 2-0 now to Dow Maxville, the number eight man in the Cardinal batting order. Cardinals have two runs, 11 hits. The Mets have one run, four hits. Here's 2-0. Inside. Guards behind 3-0 to Dow Maxwell. A fellow with a 175 batting average. delivery. In there for a call strike. It's three and one. Maxwell looks to sign man George Kessel to see if he's taking again. Runners take their leads. Three one pitch. A little high. Walked in. The bases are loaded and Bob Gibson's coming up. That is the first walk issued by Met pitchers tonight. Gibson is one for three. Rainbow comes over to the mound. Harrelson comes into the mound to talk to Ted McGraw as the Cardinals have loaded them up with two men out here in the top half of the eighth inning. the motion. Here's the pitch. Low for a ball. 1-0 to Bob Gibson. The ball works straight away. That pitch is in for a call. Strike it's 1-1. One, one. Third, Javier at second, Maxwell at first. 1 1 pitch to Gibson. Line in the right, and here comes Swoboda. He stabs it with a one hand job and skids along the cross. Holds on to the baseball for the out. A diving catch by Swoboda in right. Swoboda is getting a standing ovation here at Shea. 
He saved at least two runs and maybe more with that diving catch of a wicked line drive. No runs, two hits, no errors, three left. In the middle of the eighth, the score as the Cardinals two and the Mets one. Having a problem in deciding where to take your group on its next outing? If so, let the Mets Group Sales Department solve it for you. This department is manned by experts in handling both men's and women's groups. These same specialists encourage community and civic organizations, social and fraternal clubs, youth, family, and athletic groups to take in a Mets ball game and enjoy a day at Shea. In addition to providing group ticket sales for a ball game, our representatives will be happy to furnish you with all the details of the beautiful restaurants at Shea Stadium, which are available for parties large or small up to 700 persons. For groups of 100 or more, recognition will be given to your organization on the changeable message scoreboard here at Shea. Residents of Connecticut, New Jersey, and New York can easily obtain additional information simply by writing to Group Sales Manager, Shea Stadium, Flushing, New York, 11368. Or if you like, telephone 212-672-3000. The representative handling your area will be more than happy to personally speak before your men's or women's group, large or small, and explain all the details. Call or write today. Tommy Agee is up for the Mets, and here is Gibson's pitch outside for a ball. The Mets are batting in the bottom half of the eighth inning. They are trailing by a run. It's top of the batting order up. Agee is 0 for 3. Here's Gibson's pitch. Swung on and missed. It's 1 and 1. Wayne Garrett is waiting on deck, and he's followed by Art Shamsky in the Mets batting order. Bottom half of the eighth inning. The Cardinals leading by a score of 2 to 1. Here's Gibson's 1-1 offering. Low and away for a ball, it's two and one. The Mets threatened in the bottom of the seventh when they managed to get two runners aboard on a base hit and a walk with two men out. Then went to a pinch hitter unsuccessfully. Two-one delivery, swung on and foul on the ground back of third. Taken by Eddie Yost off the coaching lines and the count goes to two and two. Yost tossing the ball back out to pitcher Bob Gibson. The Houston Astros have scored two runs in the bottom of the fifth, at the end of five, it's Atlanta two and Houston two. Here's a two-two delivery. Swung on and loose out in the right field and might be in there. Pitson's coming out, can't get it. It's a base hit. A leadoff single for A.G. in the right field. Pitson was playing him very deeply. Pitson was playing a deep right field and A.G. looped the ball out there in front of him. The tying run is at first base. Nobody out. Wayne Garrett's up. The Cardinals have to protect against the sacrifice possibility. They bring Shannon in on the grass at third. Here's the pitch. It's punted up the first baseline. Gibson will play it. He makes the tag on the base pass, but the sacrifice moves A.G. to second base. A good bunt by Garrett. Gibson, who is a fine athlete, bounded down there off the mound toward the first baseline, came up with the ball and tagged Garrett on his way to first. But Shamsky now will have a shot at getting the tag right in from second. Shamsky's gone 0 for 3 here tonight. Shamsky's followed in the batting order by Boswell. So the Mets have two left-hand batters with three and four men in the order. They take a shot at getting A.G. in from second base with a tying run here in the bottom half of the eighth inning. Crowd is alive. There's a free drive to the right. It's the base hit. Here comes A.G. Ada Pinson still goes to second. A.G. scores. 
Hockey with a solid single to right field to score Agee with a tying run. Now Amos Otis is coming in to run for Shamsky. Otis is running for Shamsky. Boswell is coming up. and here is the pitch. It is in there for a call strike. Amos Otis at first base running for Art Shamsky. Shamsky ripped that ball out in the right field on a line for a base hit that knocked in the tying run. So the score is tied here, 2-2. Here's a breaking pitch in for a call strike. Two now to Boswell. There's one man out. Greenpool is on deck. With the score tied, the go-ahead run is at first base. The Mets are batting in the bottom half of the eighth inning. Two-strike delivery, and it breaks inside low. One and two. Gibson all night has pitched Boswell in close. He's been jamming him all night long. Boswell has gone hitless in three previous trips. Here's a one-two pitch. Swung on and loops out into the deep short, and Maxwell goes back to make the catch. Retreating the first is Otis Weepaw's frustration identification. This is the New York Mets Baseball Network. This is New York Mets Baseball on WKAJFM 102.3, Saratoga Springs, New York. This is Lindsey Nelson with Bob Murphy and Ralph Kiner at Shea Stadium in New York. It's the Mets 2, the Cardinals 2, and Ed Cranville is up now for the Mets. Cranville's had two hits tonight. He's two for three. Amazon is running at first. Here's a pitch outside for a ball. It's 1-0. Joe Horner gets up to join Mud Chad Grant now in the Cardinal bullpen. Joe Horner, a left-hander. Mud Chad Grant, a right-hander. This is a 1-0 pitch to Cranville. And it's in for a strike. 1-1. Amos Otis at first base. Plus the start. The guess is that Otis will stay in the ballgame in left field in place of Shamsky for whom he is running. Here's a 1-1 pitch. Try to first base, and Otis is back safely. Cardinals two runs, 11 hits, and that's two runs, six hits. Gibson sets up. Here's a swing, a fly ball to center. Big foot is right there. He makes the catch. Crowd is out, but the Mets got a run. On two hit throws and one left. At the end of eight full innings of play, the score is tied. The Cardinals two and the Mets two. The finest in Italian cuisine and a wide array of steaks, chops, and seafood await your dining pleasure at Mangino's Restaurant, located in the south end of Saratoga Lake. But there's a big difference between just ordinary Italian or American cuisine and Mangino's fine foods. At Mangino's, your order is never prepared hours before. Mangino's realize that good food cannot be hurried, and they ask you to give them a little time to prepare it properly. All dishes are prepared to your order when your order is placed, never simmering away for hours or minutes in the kitchen. And that's the big difference at Mangino's. Why not enjoy eating Italian food the way it should be savored? And down at Mancino's Restaurant, located in the south end of Saratoga Lake at Route 9P, just two miles from Route 9. A complete line of Italian specialties are served to tempt the palate, and their steaks and chops and seafood are equally as delightful. If you're planning a banquet or party for up to 75 people, call Mangino's for their special party menu. 
They'll be happy to give you complete details. That's Mangino's Restaurant, the home of... Leave Amos Otis in the ball game. He's in left field in place of Shamsky. Now in the top half of the ninth inning, it is top of the batting order up for the St. Louis Cardinals, Lou Brock. Brock is two for four in this game tonight. near the edge of the grass against the bunting possibility. Ball is bunted back to the mound. McGraw has it. Plays the cream hole in time to get blocked. He tried to bunt his way on. Well, there's one away in Kurt Flood coming up. He's one for four. Had a base hit and scored in the fifth inning. Jim McAndrew, who started for the Mets and pitched the first seven innings, is off the hook now. He left the game as pitcher of record on the losing side, but now the score is tied 2-2. Pitchers of record are the pitchers in the ball game right now. Doug McGraw's pitch is in there for a call strike. Garrett at third, playing even with the bag and guarding the line. Swing and a drive into center. It is Agee coming in, and he pulls it out of the grass for the out. He pulled it right off the top of the grass for the out. Agee with a shoestringer. Looked for all the world as though that would be a base hit. And Agee came in, threw the glove down right to the top of the grass and fielded it cleanly for the out on the line drive. Two away. That'll bring up Veda Fenster. He is one for four. He doubled in the first inning. He was on on an error by Boswell in the fifth inning. But, but apparently pulled the bat off the ball. It's out of the strike zone for ball one. Hudson had an idea of bunting his way on, but it is ball one. Now he does bunt the ball foul this time back over the screen. Odd reaction to a catch made in the sand. One ball, one strike. Two men out, nobody on base. The Cardinals batting in the top half of the ninth inning. Here's a 1-1 pitch. Breaks high. Two and one to Veda Pinson with Joe Torrey on deck. You want to look ahead to the bottom of the ninth. The Mets will be scheduled to send up Ron Svoboda, Jerry Grody, and Bud Harrelson. Cardinals two and the Mets two. This is a 2-1 pitch to Veda Pinson. It's high. The dog goes behind 3-1. and one. And the 
3-1 delivery. Swung on and hit in the air to right, and Swoboda moves over and makes the catch. Dyer is out with no runs, no hits, no errors, and none left. In the middle of the ninth inning, the score is tied. The Mets 2 and the Cardinals 2. When you're building or buying a house, you naturally want your heating system to be clean, dependable, safe, and economical. That's why so many builders of quality homes specify oil heat. No competitive fuel heats cleaner than modern oil. Oil burners are expertly engineered, precision-built equipment. You can rely on them no matter how bad the weather, and here's why. Unlike other heating systems, your fuel supply is right at home when you use oil. You don't have to worry about service interruptions. Dawney Oil Corporation, your local Shell Fuel Oil dealer, will be happy to show you how little it costs to install a safe, reliable oil heating system in your home. They'll also explain how little it costs to keep your home comfortable and warm with clean, modern Shell heating oil. Call them today, 885-6224. That's 885-6224 for the Dawney Oil Corporation. Call today, 885-6224. Come up here in the bottom half of the ninth inning, and the chant of Let's Go Mets from the Mets fans. Ron Swoboda is facing Bob Gibson. Here's a pitch high for a ball. The Mets will try to pull it out in the bottom half of the ninth inning. Jerry Gurdy is on deck. Score tied 2 2. Gibson's pitch. And it's in for a call strike. It's 1 and 1. One-one delivery. Popped up to the right side. And second baseman Julian Javier is there. Makes the play. One away. Towering pop off the bat of Swoboda and Jerry Grody comes up. Grody's been up three times and grounded out three times. Gibson takes a shot from McCarver, and here's the pitch. Foul back off the screen, out of play. Ron Taylor up and throwing for the Mets. Ron Taylor now throwing in the Mets bullpen. The number seven man in the batting order is at the plate. Gibson with the pitch. Breaks inside. It's one and one now to Grody. And that's starting play tonight with a magic number of two. Here's a one-one pitch. Foul back and out of play. It goes to one and two now to Grody. The Mets scored first here tonight when they got a run in the bottom of the third. But the Cardinals picked up two and the top of the fifth to go ahead. Mets tied it in the bottom of the eighth. And now batting in the bottom of the ninth. One-two delivery to Jerry Grody. Low and away. It's two-two. Gibson with a record of 18 wins and 12 losses. He's trying to get into the 20-game winning circle again. He won 22 last year. 
swing and a miss. He strikes out Gertie. That's only the third strikeout for Gibson tonight. Two Mets are out here in the bottom half of the ninth inning, and Bud Harrelson's coming up. Ron Taylor continues to throw in the Met bullpen with McGraw scheduled up next. Swing and a ground ball hammered through the hole in the right for a base hit. Harrelson turns and holds it first with a ground single to right. So now the winning run is on at first. Doug McGraw comes out shedding the jacket as he comes, and apparently he's going to bat for himself. Doug McGraw will bat for himself. He's a right-hand batter, despite the fact that he's a left-hand pitcher. In the American League, the Boston Red Sox defeated the New York Yankees 8-3. Mel Stottlemyre took the loss. He was uh, shooting for his 20th victory and did not get it. But Tony Romo got the win. Carl Yastrzemski hit his 38th homer. Tony Conigliaro hit his 20th. And then Yastrzemski hit his 39th. Joe Pepitone hit his 26th for the Yankees. Cleveland beat Baltimore 3-1. to Sam McDowell got the win. Tom Phoebus took the loss. Frank Robinson hit his 32nd. McGraw batting for himself. Here's the pitch. Swung on and foul back. It's strike one. And Detroit in the middle of the first inning. Washington nothing. Detroit coming to bat. Casey Cox against Mickey Lolich in time call because of rain. The middle of the sixth. Minnesota four and Kansas City two. Pitch to McGraw and it is bunted on and missed. It's strike two. So Gibson... Has a two-strike count to McGraw. Two men out, runner at first, bottom half of the ninth inning, score tied 2-2. Here's the pitch. In there for a call, strike three, so we'll be going into extra innings. McGraw called out on strike. Four strikeouts for Gibson. No runs are hit. No errors and one man left. The end of nine full innings of play, the score is tied. The Mets two and the Cardinals two. Ladies and gentlemen, Mr. Harry Von Zell with a message from the Government Educational Foundation. When you buy a house or a car, you pretty much read every word in your mortgage papers or your order form. Why then, when you have an investment in freedom, don't you study the contract you have with the United States of America? Every American is a contract citizen of the United States. We live under laws which we permit to be passed. We carry on our day-to-day activities under regulations and ordinances approved by our elected officials. But behind all of these statutes is a document many know about, but few have ever really studied, the Constitution of the United States. Here is your opportunity to get this living work without cost or obligation. For your copy of the United States Constitution, write to Law and Order, Box 1627, Washington, D.C., Zip 20013. Law and Order, Washington, D.C., Box 1627, Zip 2001. Joe Torrey, leading off from the top of the tenth for the St. Louis Cardinal. Pittsburgh Parrotcher batting in the bottom of the ninth inning, trailing the Philadelphia Phillies by one run. It's four to three.
which is high and tight for a ball. Ten to five, it was Atlanta two and Houston two. But Houston's made two pitching changes in the sixth inning. Here's a pitch high. Jim Bowden relieved Jim Ray for Houston in the sixth, and Jack Billingham also in the sixth. George Stone has been all in all the way for the Atlanta Braves. Atlanta's starting play tonight, one half game back of the division leading San Francisco Giants. That pitch is a little low, and McGraw goes behind 3 0 now to Corey with McCarver on deck. Cincinnati beat the Dodgers 6 3 in the first game. Second game is through 5, Cincinnati leading 3 0. Pete Rose hit a home run. That's in for a call strike, it's 3 1. Afternoon, Montreal beat Chicago 7-3. Bill Stoneman over Kenny Holtzman. Here's a 3-1 delivery to Torrey. Check swing, foul ball off to the right side and out of play. Count runs full at and out of play. The Atlanta Braves got four runs in the top of the sixth. So going now to the bottom of the sixth, it's Atlanta six and Houston two. Right here, it's the Mets two and the Cardinals two in the top of the tenth. This is a payoff pitch. High fly ball to left field. Amos Otis is there, and he makes the catch. So there's one away, and that brings up Tim McCarver. Grounded out second to first, struck out, fly to center, and popped to short. McCarver's a left-hand batter. Here's a pitch. Low for a ball. Mike Shannon next in the order for St. Louis. one delivery. Swung on and foul back. It's one and one. Jerry Grody sends out a sign, and here is the one one pitch. Line into left. That's a base hit. Amos Otis can't get it. It hops over his head. It'll be extra bases for McCarver. He's around second on his way to third and holds up. Now and goes back to second. That ball took a wicked hop high over the head of Amos Otis out in left field and goes as a double for Tim McCarver. With one man out in the tent. The guards have a runner at second and Mike Shannon's coming up. one for four. He's a right-hand batter. That would have been a solid single, but then took that hop and bounded high over the head of Otis in left field. Every check. Here's a pitch. Swung on and fouled off. It's strike one. Javier waiting there on deck. 
Randy Olsen around to brush off the plate now. Cardinals two runs, 12 hits here tonight. The Mets two runs, seven hits. Doug McGraw checks. Here's a pitch. Low for a ball. It's one and one. Tomorrow afternoon at Wrigley Field in Chicago, the Montreal Expos take on the Chicago Cubs again. Tomorrow night, the Mets meet the St. Louis Cardinals here again. Here's a 1-1 pitch. Swung on here on the ground to third. Garrett comes up with it, looks the runner, throws the first in time, no advance. Carver holds it second on the infield out, and Javier is coming up. Javier, foul to third, grounded out third to first, doubled and single. He's two for four here tonight. Javier is hitting 284 for the season. Gertie out for a word with Tug McGraw. And they're going to put Javier on. An intentional walk to Javier and they'll pitch to Maxwell. Javier is hitting 284. Maxwell's hitting 175. But Bill Gagliano is coming out on deck. He's hitting 228. So it'll be Gagliano that they'll pitch to. An intentional walk being issued by McGraw to Javier. Ball three, Bill Gagliano swinging about on deck. He's a right-hand batter. There it is outside. So Javier goes to first with the intentional walk. McCarver holds it second. There are two men out. Gagliano will bat for Maxwell. Gagliano hitting 228 has one homer and 10 runs batted up. Door tied 2-2. Cardinals batting in the 10th. Cardinal runners lead at first and second. McGraw off the stretch. Pitches Hammond on the ground to third. Short hop by Garrett. He goes to the bag for the fourth. And the side is retired. So, it's all runs. A hit a walk. No errors and two left. In the middle of the tenth inning, the score is tied. Cardinals two and the Mets two. This is Commissioner Neil L. Moylan of the New York State Department of Commerce. The traveler who comes to New York from another state or another country and has a good time will go home and tell his friends about it. He becomes a visit New York State salesman for us in his own state or country. And he'll come back himself. That's nice, but what's the point, you might say? Well, the point is that travel is a more than $3 billion a year business in New York State. It provides many jobs and brings in a lot of dollars. It's an important part of the state's economy. The traveler who has gone home happy undoubtedly enjoyed our many and varied vacation land attractions. 
but he also enjoyed the people he met. Assisting a foreign or an American visitor to New York State can be richly enjoyable, can make new friends, and, not incidentally, can make the traveler feel welcome. A welcome visitor will someday be welcomed back. You can help New York State by being a helpful New Yorker. Jerry Devannon comes in at shortstop now. Jerry Devannon is playing shortstop in place of Dal Maxwell, who was removed for the pinch hitter. Top of the batting order up for the Mets. Tommy Aikie to lead off here against Bob Gibson in the bottom of the tent. There's a swing and a foul ball back and out of play. Aikie had a leadoff base hit in the bottom of the eighth and later scored the tying run to keep this game alive for the New York Mets. Aikie is one for four here tonight. Right-hand batter facing right-hand pitcher Bob Gibson. Mets trying now to pull it out in the bottom half of the tenth inning. This pitcher's outside low, comes all the way back to the screen. Joe Horner, a left-hander, is up and throwing in the bullpen for the St. Louis Cardinals. Joe Horner. Wayne Garrett is on deck for the Mets. Swing and a miss. It's one and two to Tommy Agee. Agee leads the Mets in home runs. He has 26. Here's a 1-2 pitch. Low for a ball, it's 2-2. Gibson started, has been in all the way for the St. Louis Cardinals. He struck out four and walked one. Given up two runs on seven hits. 2-2 pitch. Hit on the ground up the third baseline. It's a foul ball. Falls off into foul territory. Gibson came down off the mound, chased it over. McCarver was pursuing it up the third baseline, and... Shannon was coming down to chase it, but A.G. comes back with a 2-2 count. The Philadelphia Phillies have defeated the Pittsburgh Pirates by a score of 4-3. Grant Jackson gets his 14th win of the year. Bob Veal takes his 13th loss. He's 13-13. Bob Robertson homing in the fifth with nobody on. His first of the year. Here's a pitch for running on the ground. Foul back of third out of play. on the Cardinals started the night in a flat-footed tie for third place. Eastern Division of the National League. Here's a foul ball back and out of play. Down holds it 2-2 to Tommy Agee. So at least for the moment, the Cardinals are a half game up on the Pirates because of the power law. But that is pending the outcome of this game. Here's a 2-2 pitch. Low. It's out full at 3-2. Garrett swinging the bat there on deck. This will be a playoff pitch as Gibson looks into McCarver and starts the motion. Walking. That is only the second walk issued here tonight by Gibson, but it's a leadoff walk in the tenth. Well, in the eighth inning, under similar circumstances, Garrett sacrificed A.G. to second. The Cardinals have to be expecting him to bunt again. 
It's high. He was around the butt. Shannon charging from third, and Joe Torrey from his post at first. Joe Horner still throwing down there in the bullpen for the St. Louis Cardinals. Gibson off the stretch. Here's a pitch to Garrett. Bunts the ball foul. It's 1-1. Amos Otis is on deck now. You'll recall that Otis replaced Archamsky. So Otis is on deck. This will be a 1-1 delivery. Bunt it on and miss. It's strike two now. One and two to Wayne Garrett. So let's see how manager Gil Hodges plays it here. Does he leave the sacrifice on? Does he take it off and let Garrett swing away? A deterrent to that decision is the possibility of a double play. Curry is holding against A.G. at first. This will be a 1-2 pitch. He squares, takes high. It was on, but he didn't offer when the pitch was out of the strike zone at 2-2. Now Garrett looks again at Eddie Yost to see if it's still on. Gibson takes the sign. 2-2 pitch, it's on. Runner goes, it's inside, low, throw to second. He steals it, he's safe. That's number 12 for A.G. They had him off and moving on the pitch. It was a curveball that broke low and inside. So it was a tough chance for McCarver, and it is stolen base number 12 for A.G. The winning run is at second. The count is three and two now to Garrett, who can swing away and try to knock in the winning run. Swings and misses. He struck him out. Strikeout number five for Gibson, and now Amos Otis goes back to the dugout. Somebody's got a bat for Amos Otis. Boswell is on deck, but he is the next batter after whoever is going to bat, and it's going to be J.C. Martin. Martin, a left-hand batter, and so it's manager Red Shaneneath coming now out of the Cardinal dugout and heading for the mound, and as he does, we're going to step out of here for station identification. This is the New York Mets Baseball Network. You're listening to New York Mets Baseball from WKAJ-FM 102.3 on your FM dial in Saratoga Springs, New York. This is Lindsey Nelson with Ralph Kiner and Bob Murphy at Chase Stadium in New York. Left hand batter J.C. Martin coming up here. Season's average of 216, four homers and 21 runs batted in. So it's Martin followed by Boswell to have a shot at getting A.G. in from second with a winning run. The score is tied 2-2. The Mets are batting in the bottom of the tenth. Martin is batting for Otis. Gibson works off the stretch. Pitch to the left-hand batter. Fastball inside. It's ball one. Martin backs out now. Pulls the golf glove on carefully that he's wearing on his left hand. Now settles himself back into the batter's box. Tommy Agee has taken his lead at second base. This will be a 1-0 pitch to J.C. Martin. Inside, it's 2-0. Gibson working carefully to J.C. Martin here in the bottom of the tenth. 
Story tied 2-2. Martin's back in and waiting. This is a 2-0 delivery, and it's on the way. Swung on here on the ground, foul back to first, out of play. Solid smash, but in foul territory. So the count goes to 2-1 now to J.C. Martin. Mets made a bid in the bottom of the ninth. They're making a better bid here in the bottom of the tenth. They have the winning run at second base. Here's a 2-1 delivery. Hit in the air in the center field. Flood is right there. Kurt Flood makes the catch. A.G. holds it second. And it'll be Boswell up. So J.C. Martin batting for Amos though they slide out to center. Two men out and it's up to Kenny Boswell now. Boswell has gone 0 for 4 here tonight. Came into the game having hit safely in 10 of his last 11 games. For the season, Boswell has an average of 280. Tim McCarver goes out to have a word now with Bob Gibson. The Mets are batting in the bottom of the tenth. McCarver comes back behind the plate. Hazy takes his lead. Gibson sets up. Here's a pitch high and tight for a ball to Boswell. Gibson has jammed him most of the night. Been pitching him that way. This is a 1-0 delivery. Curveball high. So he goes behind 2-0 Cranepool, swinging about lustily there on deck. delivery to Boswell in there for a call strike it's two and one McCarver sends out the sign Gibson works two one way inside he goes behind three and one now to Boswell Gibson works in a hurry he gets the ball and throws it back Boswell's outside the batter's box right now he's back in Gibson sets up. Here's 3-1. Get on the ground to first base. Joe Torrey has it. Plays to Gibson covering in time. And the side is retired. In the tenth, no runs, no hits, no errors, a walk and one left. And at the end of ten full innings of play, the score is the Cardinals two and the Mets two. The New York Mets and the St. Louis Cardinals will be here again tomorrow night. We'll be on the air at 7 p.m. New York time. Game time is 7.05 tomorrow night. It is the last home game of the regular National League season. Mets then will be going on to Philadelphia Friday night, Saturday afternoon and Sunday afternoon. Then on October 1st and 2nd, the Mets are in Chicago against the Cubs. So we hope you'll avail yourself of the opportunity to be out here tomorrow night. See the New York Mets, who started the night here with a magic number of two. Any combination of Cub losses and Mets victories totaling two would give the Mets the championship in the Eastern Division. The Cubs tomorrow afternoon play the Montreal Expos in Chicago, and the Mets tomorrow night play the Cardinals right here.
Rod Gasper comes in to play left field now for the Mets. Rod Gasper is the left fielder. Pitcher Bob Gibson will lead off for the Cardinals here in the top of the 11th. Gibson is one for four. With the bases loaded in the eighth, he had a line drive to right on Swoboda. Turned in a circus catch to rob him and save the ball game. Here's a swing and a miss. It's strike one to Gibson. Tug McGraw still working. This is the fourth inning of relief work for McGraw here tonight. Gibson's been in all the way for the Cardinals. McAndrews started for the Mets and worked the first seven innings. Here's a swing and a miss. Scrooge chased it low and away, and it is a two-strike count now to Bob Gibson with Lou Brock waiting on deck. This pitch is high, and it's one and two now to Bob Gibson. One-two offering. Swung on and missed. Struck him out. Second strikeout for McGraw. One Cardinal out in the 11th inning. And Lou Brock is coming up. Brock tried to bunny's way on in the ninth inning and was thrown out. He's had two base hits tonight. He's two for five. Left-hand batter with a world of speed. Lou Brock. Brock has had 12 homers and 47 runs batted in this year. Swinging a foul ball to the left side, out of play. Strike one. Great Flood is next in the order for the Cardinals. Strike one delivery to Brock. It's high for a ball. It's one and one. Jerry Grody flashes the sign, and here's the one-one pitch. High for a ball. It's two and one. This will be a 2-1 pitch. Hit in the air to left field, and Rod Gasper's there. He makes the cut. Two and Kurt Flood will be the batter. Flood is one for five. swing, it's low in the dirt, and it's ball one. Flood started to go and laid off. Beta Pinson's on deck. Cardinals two, the Mets two. Now 1-0 delivery. And it's
it's a little low. 2-0 and as again Flood started to go and lay it off. pitch. Hit on the ground is short. Big hop to Harrelson. and he guns it across in time and the side is out in order. In the 11th with no runs, no hits, no errors, and none left. And in the middle of the 11th inning, the score is the Cardinals 2, the Mets 2.
is up and throwing in the red bullpen, Ron Taylor. Bud Harrison, switch hitter batting left. In and waiting now, here's Gibson Fitch. Swung on and fouled off at strike one. Doug McGraw is on deck. Roboto is the runner at second. Grody is the runner at first. It was a base hit for Grody off the glove of second baseman Julian Javier. Harrison walked, bunted his way out, walked and singled so far tonight. Breaking pitch a little low. It's one and one now to the Mets shortstop. This will be a 1-1 delivery. Runners leading first and second. Swung on and missed. Gibson took a lot off of that one. Had Harrelson out in front. It's one and two. The Mets have nine hits now off Gibson. Cardinals have 12 off McAndrew and McGraw. The winning run is represented by Swoboda at second. Grody's on at first. One away. Here's a 1-2 pitch. Land in the left center field for this hit. Swoboda's on in third, coming home. He has scored through, and he is safe. The ball game is over. The ball game is over. The Mets win it by a score of three to two. On Bud Harrison single. Bud Harrison single in the winning run. Kurt Flood came up throwing, but he was not in time to get Swoboda sliding at the plate, and the Mets have won it in 11 innings. The New York Mets magic number is one. The Mets magic number is one. One Mets victory or one Chicago Cub loss will give the Mets the championship in the Eastern Division of the National League. That was a solid line drive hit by Bud Harrelson over the head of shortstop Jerry Devannon. Out into left center field, Kurt Flood, who was playing a shallow center, came up throwing, but Swoboda hit the dirt at the plate and was in without a tag for the run that wins the ball game for the Mets in 11 innings by a score of 3-2. to two. Doug McGraw gets his ninth win, and Bob Gibson takes his 13th loss. So the New York Mets have now won 95 games. They take a lead of six full games over the Chicago Cubs, and the Cubs and the Mets have six to play. So the magic number is one. The magic number is one. The worst the Mets can possibly do now is tie for the division championship. If they lost all six remaining games, they would still get a tie for the division championship. One Met victory, one Cub loss would give the Mets the championship in the Eastern Division. And it was some kind of a ball game here tonight at Shea Stadium. It was Jim McAndrews starting against Bob Gibson. Gibson with 18 victories was looking for his 20th. And the New York Mets scored first. In the bottom half of the third inning, Bud Harrelson drew a walk. He went to second on Tommy Agee's infield out. And Wayne Garrett singled the right, scoring Tommy Agee. That run held up until the top half of the fifth inning. When with two men out, Lou Brock legged out an infield, hit off McAndrew. Kurt Flood singled to left field. Then Veda Pinson came up, hit a ground ball between first and second. 
Cranepool made a move for it. Moved across in front of Boswell. The ball kicked off Boswell's glove out into right field. And the Cardinals had a run, so it was a 1-1 ball game. Then Joe Torrey, single off the leg of McAndrew, a hard smash to the mound. It kicked off the shin of McAndrew over toward the third baseline. And that knocked in the go-ahead run. So the Cardinals led it by a score of 2-1. to one. The New York Mets, in the bottom half of the eighth inning, tied it up when A.G. had a leadoff single. He was sacrificed a second by Wayne Garrett. Archapsky singled him home, and so the Mets were back in the ballgame. Tug McGraw had relieved Jim McAndrew after seven innings, and so now McAndrew was off the hook, and the game proceeded until the bottom half of the 11th inning. When with one man out, Ron Swoboda legged out of base hit to short. Then Jerry Grody had an infield hit, putting runners at first and second. Bud Harrelson slammed a line drive over the head of shortstop Jerry Devannon that scored. Ron Swoboda from second. On September 23, 1969, the New York Mets clinched at least a tie for the National League Eastern Division pennant by defeating the St. Louis Cardinals, the defending National League champions, by the score of 3-2 at New York in 11 innings. It was a hit by Bud Harrelson that clinched the tie for the surging, fabulous, sensational New York Mets. Harry Carey now, and we're in the 11th inning, tied 2-2. Wayne Granger is relieved for Cincinnati in the 7th against the Dodgers. He set a new Major League record yesterday, appearing in his 84th game, I believe it was. He tied the record, and today he just set a new one. Here's the pitch. Painful is a high fly ball, left center. It'll be caught. Brock is there waiting. And he has it. Cranepool flies to Brock. Here's Sloboda, one out of four. There's a ground ball. Nice play by Devan and long through. Safe! He pulled Corey off the back. Now the stretch. The pitch. There's a line smash. Base hit. Pass Javier. Here's Sloboda holding up at second base. A low line drive. Javier. Went to his left, the ball skipped off his glove. Another scratch hit. Here's Buddy Harrelson now. Runners at first and second went away. The Mets again. What a chance to win it. A victory would assure them of no worse than a tie and would make their magic number to clinch just one. Two strikes and a ball. The pitch. There's a line drive, base hit, watch the pass of face, his blood through, it's going to be closed, hey, the Mets win, the Mets win, they have clinched the tie for the pennant, listen to the crowd, they beat Bob Gibson for the third time this year, and every time it's been in this kind of a ball game, Mrs. Payson is the owner, who bought this ball club with the idea of losing money and winds up making nothing but more millions, is walking around with the one finger held up in the air. Then on September 24th, 1969, the Mets clinched it, defeating the St. Louis Cardinals 6 to nothing. Gary Gentry pitched the shutout for the Mets, and they won the National League Eastern Division title. Harry Carey announces as the Cardinals... Or at bat in the ninth inning with a man out, and the batter is Joe Torre. Cubs are sure to finish second, and the Mets 
after this inning first. Two balls, two strikes. Here it is. Double play ball is short. Harris in the second one. The Mets are captain. The Mets are captain. Holy cow. Look at that scene. Mass Bedlam. Everybody's trying to get off the field. Thousands of fans are out there already. Bye.